so don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Gonna find a way, myself, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handouts. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handouts. Never did, never did, never did. Never put worth on a handshake. Never put worth on what men say. They go back on their word like backspace. Ain't no cold. Watch for the devil, the games will be sold. Spear out the venom as soon as they spoke. Snakes in the green, soon as it grow. Get you more victories into me. Soon as one missy stop popping the court. Get you a glass round me, no way. Holy water stay by the door. Get close and it's DOA. Uh, teaching myself with the fish. Watch close, super bury a dish. All alone, been cooking them hits. Get gone and be whipping the whisk. Uh, watch them fall, then I take notes. Can't do what they say so. Seek help when I pray more. If all fails, I'ma save so. Move with the load at my witness. Keeping the evil a distance. Separate love and the business. With or without, I'ma show up and get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Gonna find a way myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Gonna find a way myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handout. Never did, never did. Down a dial for my logo. Talk to myself and say the bro code. I'm the KC to my JoJo. Move so low. I run like I got a twin. Oh no. Body but college is I rose from dirt. I'm blossoming. I surf the wave. You're drowning and don't accept none of the fake. Know it's a trait that then bait on the habitat. Do it for those who ain't feeling no way. Hearing this done will be deeper than all of that. Calling out vultures. Not my day ones. Do it for culture. I might take one. Took a few losses. Had no favors. Left with no option. Had to save up. Uh. Feeling pure when it's time to write. Insecure, y'all buying likes. How you get through a dark time? You got you, that's my advice. Fuck them all, do your own. Watch feelings get exposed. I can feel it coming close. Feeling the way that I'm better alone. Oh, gonna find a way myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Gonna find a way myself, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Elevate with no help, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Play the hand, I'm done, don't need no handout. Never did need it, need it. Faithful to myself, don't need no handout. Never did, never did, never did. And welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're watching the Jay Vaz Show, music and entertainment at its finest. We got a guest today from Rosenberg, Texas. Before we get to there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at the Jay Vaz Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. And let's get right into this. Joining us today, like I said, from Rosenberg, Texas. Uh. Mark, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Mark. Yo, talk man. to us. Hey, man, I go by Mark the Protege. I'm from Rosenberg, Texas. Um, straight up, uh, I'm from Rosenberg and Richmond, Texas, and uh, I've been doing this for a minute, man. So I'm glad to be in the H Town scene doing it, you know. And uh, it's been it's been a nice run. So, and you know, some of you guys might remember the face. Mark was part of the Wiggy Wiggy Top Five finalists. Huh. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a second, man. So. Shit, let's get let's get into the interview, man. Uh, you are from Rosenberg, uh, Richmond area. You said, yes, um, sir. Is is that where you've lived all your life? Is that where you, you grew up, or, or is that just straight up where where, where you from? Like where you were born at? 
Born and raised, um, I, I did a few times where, like, because I come from, a, like, a split household as far as, like, mom and dad divorced, like, when I was an infant and shit. But, like, uh, so I, so my dad, he lived out in Houston a few times where I would just come by the weekends or whatnot. But it was strictly Rosenberg and Richmond, born and raised. All right, man. So speaking of Rosenberg, since, you know, most of the artists that we have out here are from Houston, things yeah. of that nature. So, so there, we're not so familiar with... The music scene, I guess you can say, as far as Rosenberg goes. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about the music scene out there. What, what's what you guys got going on, man? Well, as far as the music scene, it's actually picking up. You know what I'm saying? When I when I started getting things going, like uh, I'm not gonna say that I pioneered the shit, but as far as uh, like when I started like taking the music series, uh, like a couple years back, like three years back, when I dropped my first video, um, nothing was really going on. But within this past year. Um, the artist's been going crazy out there. Shout out to my boy Doug. He goes by the artist named O'Shea. Uh, shout out to that boy Byron Bandana. And uh, and more importantly, more importantly, man, I gotta say that someone that I grew up on that Houston knows. Houston knows him. You know what I'm saying? Buns. If y'all are familiar with the uh, Lamaki Nine Buns, GT man. Garza and Brown Bayana, you know what I'm saying? Buns was the first one that I know. I grew up in sixth grade, like watching him do his thing with the SUC Legends when he dropped his first mixtape and all that. And he actually just recently reached out to me to work. And I told him, I was like, man, coming from you, that means a lot. So before me, there was Buns and definitely inspired me. So there's a there's some things coming up out of Rosenberg, man. There's some people that I missed out and I did not name. Uh, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> shout out to Ziggy, shout out to... Uh, yo, man, I feel... I'm sorry if my, I forgot mind you. Went my blank. Bad, man. The mind went blank. Shout out to y'all. Fuck um, with y'all. It's funny you bring up Buns, man, because we had we had an interview uh, last week where uh, we were talking about Buns. You know, his name popped up, and I was telling um, it was actually Prophet. I don't know if yeah. you know Prophet. I was telling Prophet that uh, I heard about Buns by 2008 when I was doing music, uh-huh. uh, but even though I liked his music, I couldn't rock with him because him and my boy had beef. Oh yeah, uh, Leacock. Damn. So it was kind of like, yeah, that was a yeah. thing. That was a thing. I remember. So I was like, man, like, you know, it's my boy. I can't, he be jamming, but I can't really be showing him no love. Yeah. And, and, you know, they, they whatever happened between them is whatever. We ain't going to bring that up. But um, another artist that was pretty dope out there, I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, DJ Kappa. You, you, ever, you ever mess with DJ Kappa? Yo, I remember that name popping up on MySpace when I was a when yeah. I was a kid. I probably sent that dude some music. It was probably some bullshit ass like recordings I did over a digital camera or something. Yeah, possibly I don't know, but I remember that name popping up. I remember like the graphic. Uh, it was like this. It's I have the greatest memory by the way. But like uh, it was like this black background graphic and it had like white lettering and said DJ Kappa. It was on MySpace. And uh, yeah, I seen the dude was from Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what he did. I just seen the word DJ, he, and he I was, was like, "This is tight." Man, that dude was so talented. I don't know what happened to him. Um, I can't I, put a face to him, so I don't know who. Yeah, it is, uh, I recorded at his place him. a couple of times. But shout out to them. Shout out to everybody out there in Rosenberg, Texas that that watch and listen to the show, man. But hey, man. But enough about that. So talk to us as far as how and when exactly did you get into hip hop? Well, when I got into hip hop, um. I when I first got into hip hop, I remember watching Eight Mile. That actually inspired me to actually go and try to do some type of rapping. When I watched Eight Mile, I went home and started battling my sister. 
like in the in the living room in the kitchen and shit and we were literally trying to have a rap battle right there she probably don't remember but that that, that struck something and it struck an interest because i saw eminem's character and uh i seen certain similarities you know what i'm saying of course i was a kid so i didn't understand how it was to like have his certain struggles he was going through but as far as like personally like i adapt to it somehow something about being an outcast and all this other shit and uh and i seen he used that as his outlet and i actually wanted to try out sports and shit but seeing that uh you can't tell from the camera but if you see me in person and shit or if you see my videos i'm not that tall so the sports shit didn't work out for me so i was like all right cool this hip-hop shit might work i see eminem doing it i kind of adapt to him and, and understand where he's coming from and uh and once i seen eight miles a rap I, I went back home i was like 11 years old 10 years old or something like that um it was around that age time and like uh yeah, man, I started a rap from there. It was fucking trash, but uh, we just <laughs> go from there. And uh, and that that kind of got me going. Um, and I'll say, like, even uh, just my favorite artist from, from, from that actually, like, inspired me to do what I do is Eminem, Tupac, uh, Biggie's, SPM's, um, Houston Legends, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your typical top five, Jay-Z's, yeah. all them. I listen to everybody, bro. I'm, I'm big on uh, my influences come from every coast. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes Mark the protege. And it actually goes along with my rap name, too. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, obviously, you just mentioned, you know, the, uh, all your influences. Yeah. Um, if you could compare your style, and the reason I'm asking this question now is because when I listen to your music, it's not very Houston-like. It right. sounds so distinct from it. Uh -huh. So you could, you know, if you were to go mainstream tomorrow, people wouldn't even know you from out here. And it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. I'm not saying that in a negative way. But if you could take an artist and be like, this is what, what you think your style sounds like, what artist would that be? Man, uh, I know the average answer, everybody says, me. Uh, <laughs> I, I am, you know what I'm saying? I'm distinct. I'm, I'm myself or whatever. But... You know, at the end of the day, our music is put in a certain playlist on someone's Spotify playlist and it's grouped with the other group of artists. So if I was to say like what people group me in their workout playlist and what other artists is playing, I can only go based off that. And this sounds so weird, but, you know, Kendrick Lamar, uh, a J. Cole, um, things of that nature and whatever the BPM fits and the lyrics fit. So I would say them. As far as the lyrics and as far as like I guess the BPM of the music I recently been putting out, it'll also fit with like a Twenty One Savage and, and and sounds of that as far as a production wise. So, I mean that's why I would say I guess I get a lot of Kendrick comparisons and it's not intentional, but I mean if that's what they hear, I can't yeah, fight it. Hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still trying to find my 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 uh, my tone myself. So, hey man. Alright, so. We're just talking about, you know, uh, your comparison to to other artists or who you think you you compare to or who you think you sound like. Right. So we were talking about how um, back in the day, you say you you recorded like a video or whatever, send it to Cap or whatever, possibly. Now the reason I'm bringing that up is because I want to know which was your very first song you recorded professionally, not not uh -huh. on on your cell phone and, and shit like that, but your first recorded track. An actual studio, even if it was trash. No, uh, or, or, or even if it was, it like, was. A, like a booth in a closet. But your actual you, that you felt like, okay, this is my legit first track ever recorded. Man, um, I gotta say, uh, man, the first one um, that I could think off top, 
there's this cat. I ain't gonna mention his name because um, he he did some personal whole ass shit to a certain family member of mine. That yeah, so I ain't gonna give him no light. But he had his own studio in Rosenberg, and uh, it was like short lived. It was like a couple months he had it, and uh, the laws shut it down because I guess you gotta have some type of official paperwork or some shit like that. But um, I recorded something, and. It, it was trash, but it had like the Drake hook. It had like we sampled this Drake hook. That you remember that song by Drake that, uh, which is the song where he says, uh, "I'm about my business, killing all these rappers." You would swear you have a hit list. Uh, uh, is it? Tell me. I don't know. But anyways, guess it's as good as mine. Yeah, own yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, we sampled that, and uh, and it was the first time I attempted at a at a, with some good quality. And uh, yeah, man, let's just say you won't find that on the internet anywhere. You won't find that anywhere. Matter of fact, I probably, uh, I got it in an email somewhere, but you'll never find that. Let's see, let's see if we can get that so we can put that right here where people watch it. Jesus Christ, man. Well, that that uh, would definitely like change people's perspective. Like, um, Who did he say he was compared to? Like, what? Bullshit. <laughs> that was terrible. So, so that being your first song recorded, what was the first time you ever performed? First time I ever performed. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. I so pretty cool. I and I have the flyer and everything to this day. I so it was the first time I ever performed outside of like the talent show at my high school, which is also a good one. I'm gonna tell you about that one. But um my first actual real show was um I opened up for Slim Thug, uh Lil Kiki. And they added propane last minute. This is when propane had the uh, two round song with Rich Homie Quan. It was around that time period, man. And like, it it was in Rosenberg. It was at this spot called the Presidente. And I remember it was like February something. I remember this day not only because it was my first show, but we made it so important and so cool. And I knew the promoter. He he grew up with my pops and shit. And they put me on the flyer. And like the minute we dropped that on Facebook. Motherfuckers didn't even know who I was like that. They knew I was so-and-so's little brother and, and shit, but like, and, and son, but like, they didn't even know that I rapped or whatever. The minute that flyer came out, motherfuckers started looking at my music, seeing what's up. I ended up being like the man in my town, even though at the yeah. time, like, I'm gonna keep it 100. My music did not sound good at all. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. But you know what? The thing about coming from Rosenberg is that the minute that you have some type of potential and some type of shine, like people gravitate towards it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we ain't got nothing going. We ain't got nothing going on over there. So the minute that someone has some type of potential, they rhyme with it and they rocking with it. And uh, yeah, that was the first show I ever had. And believe it or not, to this day, I don't know why, but um, a couple people say uh, people that were there say, "Bro, I remember that man. That was like one of your best shows." Of course, now I'll say no, but they'll, they'll, nah, they'll live with that to this day. And it was incredible. My grandma was in the crowd. No shit. Yeah, that's like dope. we have the picture. She's like posted up, like for real, like in her like Jesus robe and shit. Yeah. <laughs> she does the church thing or whatever. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was tight. Yo, and we packed that thing out, bro. We sold, we sold uh, some tickets, man. Like dope, that shit man. was crazy, man. So uh, the reason I ask that, I always like to ask artists this. Comparing your first time ever recorded. Comparing uh -huh. your first time ever performing uh -huh. to now, the last song you recorded maybe yesterday or whatnot, your last show, maybe last weekend, what was the difference like as, as far as confidence, 
because uh, you're just telling me right now that you know your music was trash back yeah. then. Yeah. But I know you were excited about it, you know the yeah. performance. So comparing those two performances, comparing those, you know, your last song recorded to compared to your first song recorded. Yeah. Talk to me as far as your confidence uh, and not just the passion that you feel for it now compared to what you did then. Man, get ready, man. This is this is uh, this that's a really good question. Fuck, I love this interview. Um, so like, uh, so so the difference between that, there's like pros and cons. Of course, I sound way better now, and I perform way better now. I I really do. You know what I'm saying? I perform incredible now, uh, compared to where I was before. Um, the progression is crazy. My confidence on the mic, incredible. Um, you know, I could put words together better. Everything. Um, I, I know how to record now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not all the way like I would like to, but I, I give the engineer less work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they have an, I have an idea of where I want to take it and all that. So as far as like crafting a song and crafting a performance in a show and uh, interacting with the crowds, way better. But I will say this. This is why I said there's like pros and cons to, to both sides. When I first came into the game and I wanted to give this shit a try and I was just so happy just to just to be doing anything, whether it was my first song, whether it was my first show, keyword, happy. I was super happy. Not that I'm not happy now, but it was so fun. There was no fucks given. Uh, when you didn't, when you don't care about like, uh, like where a song's gonna go and you're just in there with your boys and y'all just rapping and no fucks given, it's so much fun. Yeah. And now that like, like, and we were just talking about this off air, but like, as an artist, you don't even listen to music the same once you start actually knowing your shit and you start like thinking like, okay, I could have done this better. Or I, let me try this or, and, and you're just perfecting it so much that like sometimes you might trash a song and, and whatever, just because it wasn't good enough. But back then when, when you, when, when, like when I first started, whether my shows or whether it was the songs, like everything got recorded and everything damn near got released and it was such a fun time. And now it's still fun but there's definitely I'm, I'm more nitpicky and that yeah. can be a good or a bad thing. And I know that's weird to say because people will hear my music and whoever heard me from before to now, they'll say, man, like, bro, like that shit's incredible, man. Like you killing it. Your progression is real. But uh, like I said, it's pros and cons, man. I know the average person would say, like, give you nothing but pros about today and what they got going on. But to keep it 100, man, like that shit was so much fun. Not caring. And not giving a damn and just saying whatever came to your mind. And then you cringe about it years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I look back and those were some of the funnest times. And now, and now it's like a job. Now it's and like... now it's like a job and now it's like an image. And now I got to actually like somewhat give a fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even on days when I don't want to give a fuck. So the cool thing about that is that when I'm... Uh, I'll take times of free write as if like I don't have no concept at all. And it helps me uh, bring... Uh, whatever joy is missing sometimes and I'll like have no concept and I'll write a song or I'll make a song that never gets released Yeah, just just for joyful purposes for myself of why I love this shit and just uh, and why I continue to do this shit who's, um, who's the engineers and the producers you you work with man I gotta I gotta give I gotta give the biggest shout out you know um, I gotta give the biggest shout out to DJ Grimm he's from Rosenberg Texas um and uh, he actually is the reason why I actually started pursuing it professionally. Um, I, he took me under his wing, and he was the only engineer that I ever rocked with, that I ever messed with, only producer, beat maker, everything. He has records with Kiki, Boosie, uh, Slim, 
all of them. And he took me under his wing just because I was so enthusiastic about hip hop. And I was so happy just to be a part of like a studio and all this shit. So I would just be a fly on the wall, just soaking in game. And, uh, and he was the engineer that I always went to. So when it was, when I was making my first records, he was, uh, he was with it and he would say, man, bro, keep going. And he kept on like making sure that I progressed from there. And he was teaching me things. He was teaching me how to write a song, choruses, hooks. I didn't know what a bridge was. He, he taught me about that. This is the catchy part. Like, this is how you write a catchy verse. You know, instead of just writing just a regular verse, all this other shit. So DJ Grimm, he's from Rosenberg, Texas, but he made his mark in Houston. And, um, and, and uh, but, you know, um, outside of him, uh, man, I just be out here, man. So I recently started going to Baron Studios. Um, Studios, fucking yeah. with the engineers out there, they did no handouts. As far as my recent work, uh, it has it hasn't been with Grim lately. Um, uh, just personal things, but um, but forever to this day, I owe that man the biggest thank you for real. Yeah, he's the reason why I'm sitting right here. Just you even know who I am. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? He taught me that how to be dope. Yeah. So for real. So. Alright, so we were talking about your first show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were talking about how it was uh, you were opening up for uh, Slim Thug? Yes, sir. Slim, Kiki, Propane. And then Lil O. Lil O got added on there, man. Man, shout out to my boy Nick, man. Nick put me on to my first show, and he pulled some strings on that one, man. He, he got some connections, man. So, speaking of shows, about three months ago, and I don't know, you, you might have a more recent one, but, but the one that, that I know about was about three months ago, you had uh, opening up for Paul Wall as well. Yup. So again, talk to us about that experience of being able to open up because there's a lot of artists that have been putting work for a long time and don't get these opportunities. Yeah. So to me, I would feel like it's a dope ass feeling. For real. Talk to us about how you felt about opening up for Paul Wall and what was that what was that experience like? It's nothing. No, I'm kidding. Oh uh, man, <laughs> man, I'll tell you this, man. Anytime and any opportunity I get to pay my dues to the OGs of this shit, man, I don't give a fuck if you were uh, if you spit one freestyle on a screw tape. And, and nobody knows your name and, and whatever. But like, if you have, if you did something that contributed to my childhood, I don't give a damn who you were in this music shit or how far your career went. I don't care if you're Paul Wall, and I don't care if you were a uh, little so and so that 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 did the uh, accounting at Swisher House. You know what I'm saying? Like, or if you did one little freestyle off a of tape, and that was that's where it went. I always will pay my dues, and it's always a blessing when I get to meet these cats, open up for these cats on shows and shit. So to open up for Paul Wall, man, it's always a blessing. Like, I'm not, like, honestly, like, if you would have told me that I'd be doing cool shit like that, like, that's the shit that makes me happy, performing and, and, and knowing that I could see my name on a flyer right next to them and all that other shit. And shout out to my boy Big Yogi for putting that together. Um, y'all make sure y'all follow Big Yogi, man. That dude puts together a lot of dope events, and he definitely looks out for artists that are worth it. And, um, yeah, man, so it's always a blessing. Uh, I remember just like it was yesterday, uh, listening to Paul's first album, and even before that, the mixtapes. Uh, the man was the chick magnet. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you think about it, that's a hard-ass fucking name just to say I'm a player at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the thing, the cool thing about Texas, man, and ROGs is that they so slick with the wordplay in the game. Like, Zero, he can't go a fucking conversation without saying some, like, the coolest, slickest words. Like, he's a pimp from the 70s and shit. That shit is live. Like, <laughs> I wish right I could though. talk like You're that. Right. I wish I could talk like them, bro. Uh, like, Pimp C was like that, too. Pimp was like that, man. <laughs> so, so to even be... So, so to even be on a flyer or even if I don't even get to meet them at the shows, man, because like just just to be on the same lineup and touch the same stage as them. Like, you know, I, I, I always show my love and I always make sure that they know how it was for me, because, you know, we we do too much of like like we too cool to say to, to show love or we too cool to do anything. Me, I'm a fan before anything like outside the music shit. I'm a fan first. I will always be a fan first. I don't, before I even want to work, I, I want to work with the legends. I want to work with the Houston OGs. I want to work with the Pauls, the Slim, Chameleonaires, and all that shit. I would love to work with them. But just talking to them, letting them know how, how I feel, how they embrace me or whatever. And I'm not saying I know Paul like that. Yeah. I met Paul once, but, like, he doesn't know me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna front and, and whatever. But um, just being a fan first, it means everything. So, see, just do my rap shit right next to them. Yeah. It means even more. So speaking of stages, let's take it back to last year. Mm-hmm. Talk about the big stage, 97.9 The Box, Hustle Town Network, put hey. it together. Shout out. Hashtags, no free promos. Huh. Um, <laughs> you were one of the five, top five finalists on the Wiggy Wiggy Challenge. Huh. We, we, we talked about this at the very beginning of the interview, so let's get into that. Let's get it. Uh, me, growing up, being a big SPM fan, just take, taking a guess that if I would have been one of the top five, I would have been like, this is fucking dope whether I win or yeah. not. So before we get to the finalist part, talk about the whole experience of putting your verse together. Was it, was it a freestyle? Did you write this down? Talk to us about the whole process of how you got to being a top five finalist. Man, so I knew... What people were gonna come with when they were gonna get on this uh, Wiggy challenge, and I knew there was gonna be a lot of uh, of the same styles, especially with you. You talk about the Wiggy challenge, so that's not just gonna bring out the younger generation. That's gonna bring out the older generation. I already know how they rap, and I do that too. You know what I'm saying? And it's not talking down on on, on the older generation, but I do that too, and I do that very well. But if I knew that the Wiggy challenge was gonna bring that type of style and that type of thing. I was like, you know what? I'm Mark the Protege. I come from ev- I, my my inspiration, and my motivation that inspires me to rap comes from every coast. So I'm finna hit him with every type of style that I can and hit him one time. So I I knew that I was gonna say the wittiest bars because when you think about Wiggy, there's a lot of funny lines in that song. Yeah, there's, there's, it's damn near comedy. You know what I'm saying? And not trying to like downplay it like that, but like it's funny. SPM was a character. You know what I'm saying? So so I was like, you know what? Let me try to say some funny bars as well. And uh, and I wanted to do it in the most diverse way. And I already know when you see my name, Mark the Protégé, it already stands out on a flyer. It already stands out if you tag me on something that's like Mark the Protégé. Like, that's that's something. It makes you want to click. And then next thing you know, you see me come through with this diverse style that I chose. And and then you hear the funny bars. Like, people were quoting my bars in, in that in that, uh, in that that Wiggy Challenge. They're, and they were just laughing at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I felt like it, it brought back that same uh, feeling that you had when you listened to SPM's Wiggy. Yeah. I remember laughing at, at some of My dad used to replay it all the time in the car, and we would have such a great time and such a cool, funny, bonding experience off of that shit. So I wanted to make sure I incorporated that in my verse and come with a different style. And it ended up standing out, and I'm glad that it did. So, 
We need your honest opinion here. Let's get it. The top five. Were you surprised any of the top five people made it where you were like, ah, that verse was kind of... Yeah, you don't got to say no names. I'm not trying to put you on that spot. Nah, just, we can say names. Just, <laughs> nah, because like, like, I mean, I, I have no, no, no worries. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I ain't trying to put you in that spot. I, I just want an answer as far as you were like, okay, I, I didn't expect so-and-so to make it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this verse to make it. Was that even a feeling or... No. Uh, as far as the top five, no. Uh, I felt like I, I will say there was this one cat. I want to give him a shout out, man. Um, he should have he should have been on there. Not that I was swapping anything because the top five were dope. Uh, but uh, Benjamin flows. Benjamin flows. He yes. did this thing where he like put together uh, where he like from beginning to end. He talked about the history of Dope House and all that. Put shit. all the artists' names on was, it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like bro, if you listening right now, if you watching this, we if you know him, send it to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo. Bro, like that shit had me worried. I when I seen that shit, that's that's the reason why I said, all right, cool. At, Cause at first I was gonna go with like something that I knew, a style that everybody could resonate with, and I was like, I got this. But the minute I seen that, I was like, oh, okay, people coming with concepts now. They trying to be different. Yeah. All right, cool. Let me try something real quick. But uh as far as the top five, yeah. Shout out to them. Uh they 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 killed it and they deserved it. Um uh, that's kind of weird. I'm I'm in the top five, but like, yeah, man, the, the, the <laughs> I top, killed it. Yeah, I deserved like, it. <laughs> they, they 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 did their thing, man. And um, as far as uh, replacing them with anybody, nah, man. I just wish that boy Benjamin Flows would have been somehow a part of that because that one's the one that really sticks out to me. He, he he had challenged himself like a month later where he was making people freestyle or something like that. But yeah, his uh, his verse was pretty dope. Uh, I got him on Facebook, so I, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking man. about. Um, all right, so you felt like everybody deserved that spot that they got on the top five. Now, as far as comp- competition, like, I know you said that you were worried about Benjamin Flo, but mm-hmm. just the other four artists that were on there with you, did you feel like, damn, it's going to be hard to beat so-and-so for whatever reason? Yeah, for a fact. Clever. Clever? Clever. 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 I felt like, uh, I felt like he had the presentation. He had the presentation right. Here I, here I am thinking that, uh, you know, me doing it off my cell phone, and I thought that that was going to be like, because I knew it was going to be viral moments throughout this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, not that mine didn't get attention, because it did. It, it got attention. Everybody's got attention. But uh, his presentation, uh, he's, he he sounded like he recorded it professionally. And, um, and, like, it's like as if it didn't matter what he said. He sounded so good and so cool. <laughs> that I knew that that was gonna that that was gonna be something that uh, like it didn't care how many bars I said how many bars I flipped how how I was making you laugh that motherfucker just has the it factor you know what I'm saying so um, he was definitely to me the one that I was like it's either me or him it's either me or him yeah, yeah. shout out to Clever man that's my boy shout out to Clever we had him on the show if you haven't done so make sure you check out his interview we also talked to him about. You know, the way we could challenge as well. Yeah. So now, obviously clever. Uh-huh. When you found out that he won. Right. What was your feeling towards that? Um, of course, um, well, when I, instant feeling, because he may not be able to say it because he, uh, he, wasn't necessarily on social media immediately when it happened. Like from what I've seen, he soaked it in. 
And uh, I got good memory, by the way, man. It's crazy. I'm like one of the, <laughs> I'm like the only rapper that has great memory. But anyways, um, he soaked it in, and he was hanging out with his family and shit. I'm only going off of Facebook statuses. Don't think I'm like some stalker or something. Yeah. Because uh, it was a big moment for me, so I remember everything. And uh, he uh, he went on Facebook and he said that you know he was hanging out with his family and uh, he didn't get a chance to recap it that night, but he appreciates all the love. So that goes with what I'm saying. Um, immediately. Once they announced the winner, it's like I damn near had it ready to say thank. Uh, shout out to him. I had I had the status ready and everything within a few minutes. I just went off inspiration, and I messaged. I didn't, no, I posted a status. Yeah. And I said, man, shout out to Clever, and shout out to the opportunity that uh, all every all sides gave. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I, I had my initial reaction was like, damn. Then immediately was like. He deserves it. Yeah, that's that's love. So within minutes, man, I was just happy, and I was I was happy for him. And, and I think and you he, know, and he deserves it because I see the work that he's putting in, and I like I'm I understand that your viewers, you, uh, and and just Houston in general is getting to know my name. You know what I'm saying? But someone like Clever has been putting in the work from the ground up to where I seen it. It's the reason why I started coming out here and doing my shit. Yeah. You know, so it's pure inspiration and motivation. So someone like him, no matter what people's opinions are, he got that. Yeah. See, I think we need more of this, of uh, not necessarily a challenge, but we need more events. We need a platform for artists to come out, the independent artists, because we know Pow Wow, we know Bum B, we know Slim Thug. Yeah. That's cool. Those people are established. But to be able to bring... You know, some of the artists that popped up on the Wiggy Wee Challenge, I didn't even know existed. And yeah. then you're like, fuck, there's talent out here that we don't even know about. Yeah. So I think we need more of that, uh, especially from the big platforms like, you know, Hustle Sound Network. Obviously, they can do that. Um, we do. And at the same time, it inspires everybody to go harder. Like, honestly, we were talking off air, but like, when I, it, not everybody. Um, that was complaining about not being in the top five deserved to be in that top five. So my my thing is, if you got a problem with it, go harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But and that's not in a bad way, because like I said, Benjamin Flows wasn't in the top five. He should he deserved it. There's there's a lot of people like that too, but it brings this energy out of the city that is needed. Yeah, go harder. Everybody go harder. Because I understand, Fuck you know. Me. It's we were talking about this how we're not united, you know. At the end of the day, we're still not united, yeah. but we do need a little more competition. Yep. And there's a difference between beef and competition. Mm. You know, in beef, we don't need that. Mm -mm. Competition, we need that. Yeah. Instead of everybody being friendly with each other, like yo, we're cool. Like like, hey, no, not everybody's rocking the same way I'm rocking. And to be honest, not everybody's rocking the same way you rocking or so and so is rocking. Yeah. And we need that competition. And when the Wiggy Wiggy Challenge came, we saw that. We saw people being competitive. Like you said, Clever's presentation. Uh, it was getting the best out of everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we need that a lot more here in Houston because we were talking about last time we had a buzz in Houston. It was in 2006, 2005, whatever it was. So I, I think what, what they did uh, was pretty dope. Uh, I'm glad that a lot of you guys came and started getting shine from that. And, you know, again, me, when I heard y'all, I was like, fuck, I didn't know these people. Yeah. Shit, let me go check them out. And then you start getting familiar with your music, and you're like, okay, these people are not just dope for a minute that they did their yeah. verse. 
These people are dope artists. Yeah, I got a question for you now. I understand, I understand this is an interview for me, but you said that uh, uh, you said that Houston hasn't had a buzz since. Um, what are your thoughts on like uh, Travis Scott, Meg The Stallion, uh, names that or Max O'Cream, names that are coming out the city? Although, yeah, uh, you know, I, I I know what you mean. The energy yeah. was different. Yeah, but they are taking the, the they yeah. are taking Houston with them. You know what I'm saying? So like, but how do you feel? to a certain point. Because in 2006, uh-huh. when we had Slim Thug, Paw Wall, Mike Jones. That was something, man. That, if they were doing a feature with fuck uh, Fat Joe or whoever the fuck they were doing a feature with, that was H-Town, right? right. It was H-Town style. Holla at me, baby. The DJ Khaled song, remember that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. so, so it was like, that was H-Town. Now, yeah. Megan I'm not too familiar with. Travis, I get it. He's from Houston. He represents it. Yeah. But you don't get that same feel that we did back then. Yeah. Because it's just Travis. It's just Megan. We need to bring the I challenge brought about. a whole whole bunch of people about. together to represent, you know, whatever was being represented, which was SPM, Dope House, Houston Town. I see what you mean because because with the with Paul, Mike, and Slim and all that came camps. Yes. It came an energy and a force. It came record labels and all this shit. Strength and numbers. How I get say. what you're saying. That, that makes sense compared to just like a sole individual. I Be- get what you're saying. Because outside of Travis, outside of Megan. Yeah. Isn't isn't it weird? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... How do you, how do you feel about this, man? How do you feel about the, uh, the energy of, uh, like, Houstonians or people like that hating on... Uh, a Travis Scott or a Meg Thee Stallion and saying that's not the representation of the city. That's usually old people. I'm one of those old people. But I don't... <laughs> no, but hold on. Hold on. In a different way. Because yeah. me being an artist, I respect the art of it. The way I look at it, personally, is like, if I don't like it, I don't listen to it. Yeah. But I understand what they're doing and it's appreciated that they're representing for us, for the city. Yeah. But the older people that you're talking about are the ones that, oh, it's trash. That ain't Houston. Bro, go listen to fucking DJ Screw. Go listen to yeah. fucking Big Mo, Big Pokey. They're not stopping you. Oh, fuck the radio. Yeah. Bro, I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. You don't got to like it. Yeah. But that don't mean these artists are trash or it don't yeah. mean these artists are not representing. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know I what mean? Just, I just ask out of interest because yeah. like, I'll see it. And in my head, I'm just like, you know... Whether you like it or not, do you at least respect it? Fuck no, I don't respect this shit, man. I don't understand what's wrong with these youngsters, man. They don't get it, dude. So, so you agree that it's the older people? You see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's. I don't know. They're, They're stuck in something. Yeah. Not, and that's not a bad thing. I just wish that there was a respect factor there. Um, and once again, I'm 27 years old, so I got like a middle child's perspective. Yeah. Um. I just wish there was a respect factor because there's Still not art, flaws, in, not flaws in Houston. Call me biased, but I think Texas is the best state in hip hop, my opinion. But a lot of people say it's biased. But whatever. Anyways, um, but uh, but I am, uh, you know, I, I will say that I can I can see flaws in older hip hop that they complain about shit that is today. And, and this, is one, <laughs> hey, this, is, this is one thing I would say, and y'all can agree or disagree with yeah. me. Let me know. When people talk about, oh, that song is stupid. They don't make no sense. All they're doing is uh, mumbling. Okay. Yeah. Pop, lock, and drop it. Did that make sense? No, but it was Snap fun. your fingers. Did that make sense? It was a good time. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, uh, what was that? Bubblegum song? Like, did it make sense? Yeah. None of that no, shit no, no. made sense well, back in our day. 
conceptually, but, no, but it was a good time. I mean, yeah, but what they're saying is it don't hip hop today don't make sense. And like I said, yeah. I don't like it. I just don't listen to it. Yeah. But I don't see here and bash it. Yeah. Because tell me what makes sense about you know swinging and banging and it's not like people were just lyrical. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Jamming. It, it's it jams, Fit the but vibe. but that doesn't mean. I think it's just different opinions. That's yeah. what it is. And people, like you said, they don't want to give props. They just want to give their opinion that it's they trash. They've been hating since, uh, like, when Soldier Boy dropped Crank That Soldier Boy. That makes sense. And it's like, y'all and that shit was hip-hop ain't the same no more. It ain't the same. Motherfucker, you were doing the Tootsie Roll. The fuck that's my point. About? That's my point. Like, and, not, and, I, and that's not a knock to them. But it's just like, come on, fam. The respect yeah. factor. Respect. Like, I want, like, come on, man. You want people to, and I'm speaking from a middle child's point of view. I respect everybody. I love everybody. <laughs> this is, I'm not that guy that's going to chew out the older heads. I'm, that, that, I'm not that guy that's going to chew out the younger heads that are having fun. I just, uh, yeah. I just, um, it, it's just a respect factor, man. And I yeah. can pick out the same shit that they don't like, both both sides. I can pick out what they don't like about something. I'll be like, hey, man, you remember when this happened in 1990? Or you remember when people were like, hip, hop, hippie, hippie, hip, 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 you don't yeah. stop rocking to the bang, bang. Like, damn, the lyricism was so fucking insane, man. <laughs> like, you know, like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But let's uh, let's get into your music. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, get, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. Let's get into your music now. Yeah. So a couple months ago, uh, you dropped, your most recent uh, video that you dropped was uh, no handouts. Yep, yep. That bitch jams. Catchy hook. Appreciate Catchy it, hook. Um, before that, you also dropped um, left right. Left right. Yes. That sir. was also catchy. I mean, people familiar with that left right. Yeah. You know, I'm fucking thought. Hey. So, talk to us about your your latest project, how that came about, and you know, is there a meaning uh, outside of uh, no handouts? I mean, behind no handouts, is there a meaning to that track and the whole video process? Yes, huge meaning. Um, I'll take I, no handouts. Uh, yeah, as far as that, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get no, I, I don't need no help. I don't, I don't need no handouts. Like, whatever. Like, as far, now that doesn't mean like, you know, assistance like a, a plug to get you on a show and shit. No shit, right? I mean, I'm talking about like the actual like grind itself and going out there and getting it your fucking self and putting in that work. Um, and, and, and being able to say that you did it. Um, but I will say this, that came from a real place based on uh, certain relationships uh, around me that ended up falling out, and I felt like I was by myself, and um, and I decided to write about it, and uh, and it was it ended up coming out as a huge banger. I didn't expect it to come out as a banger. I thought I was just writing my heart, and it was fucking dope as shit. And it's one of the best display of my lyricism on a fucking trap beat, and it actually jams and it's catchy. And it literally just happened naturally. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a very catchy hook, man. Like, when when I first... I used to see you pop up a lot on um on my Facebook. Word. And uh, the video, at first, I was like, is this like a... Is this like a creepy video, maybe? Because you know how it has, like, the hands... Yeah. On the... <laughs> Tell you, visuals fucking work, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then I, I checked it out. Um, I, I knew who you were. I didn't have you on Facebook, but I knew who you were. Word. Um, and it was like, okay, like this, this, this is dope. Yeah. And, and like you said, just you know, when, when the Wiggy Wiggy challenge happened, I got familiar with you guys, and I was like, all right, so so this guy's been dope. It, it wasn't just his Wiggy Wiggy. It wasn't verse. a fluke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
the video process. Who shot? Who shot the video? Shout out to my boy Jarvis. Uh, I know him as Jarvis uh, on Instagram and YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. His company is Spidey Weber. Spidey Web Her. So that's S P I D I E Web H E R Web Her. Sounds kind of weird, Spidey Web Her. I wonder what he was thinking about when he meant Web Her. That sounds very fucking naughty. Nah, but but anyway, but uh, yeah, that's like another firm of like Superman though. Like that's like another version of that. But anyways, uh, Spidey Weber, my boy Jarvis, he shot that. I grew up with him. He's actually ah oh, fuck, why didn't I mention him? He's from Rosenberg as well. Yeah, uh, he was my neighbor when we were at we we stayed at Mustang Apartments. Shout out to Mustang. Uh, it birthed some of the best geniuses, genius babies out of that motherfucker. And um, he was my neighbor from up top. And uh, we were just some, just some kids, man. And he ended up picking up a camera one day. And he started just editing his videos. And then one day he got good. It very incredible. And the universe works in certain ways. And we linked up recently. And he is a genius. Spidey Weber. So Jarvis. speaking of video mm -hmm. when i think of no handouts i wouldn't think of the visual you put together because like i said it was kind of creepy looking word so how did that come about uh so the song itself i i say no handouts and i champion it and i'm just like all right man like like i don't i don't need certain things that i got this i got this but it really came from a dark place that's why the visuals are dark yeah. i was really sad i was really depressed i was really just on some like like, damn, like, it really is just me. And that's why, like, when it comes to hip-hop and rappers, I understand the cool thing is to say, like, I got this. Like, it's just me and this whole no handouts. Hey, man, like, get it yourself. You know what I'm talking about? Whatever. Like, to me, like, it was more like, like, uh, it, it, all, it really came from a sad perspective. It came from a really dark-sounding, like, I really spoke about it from a really sad place. But... The cool part about it is that the production I wrapped it over, you could never tell. You could never tell because you sound like you want to turn up. When I perform that shit at shows, that shit goes live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you just, you know, if you pay attention to the lyrics, cool. If you don't, cool. You still like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you still like it. But if you sit there and digest the shit, you could take it both ways. You could take it like, all right, like, it's coming from a good place. Like, let's get it. Uh, I'm finna grind. I'm waking up in the morning. No handouts. Hey, man, whatever. Or you can listen to it and be like, yo, was he writing from a really sad and bad and depressing perspective? And that's actually where I did write it from. Yeah. And that's why the visuals are kind of dark. Um, from from the from the from the lady that we had that seemed like she was like a witch character, like grabbing me and taking yeah. me in. That was just inner demons uh that I was dealing with, uh things of that nature. Um and then uh me in the couch, me on the couch writing. That's me not feeling like any song is good enough. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to what we were talking about earlier when I said uh, nowadays as artists, we're so nitpicky. Well, me, so nitpicky about what I do and what I put out that like it starts getting aggravating to where I miss the joyful moments of not giving a fuck. Yeah. And that's where the scene on the couch comes in where I'm just mad. I'm pissed off. I'm throwing shit, yada, yada, yada. And um, so, so it came from a really, it came from that place. That's why the visuals came out. The visuals really complement my lyrics and where it came from. But when you hear the song, that's why what you that's said right now doesn't necessarily hit like that to bring visuals like that. Yeah. But
but it's eye catching as well because it got you to click that link. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like with the girl, like yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I wanted to ask. As soon as as soon as we agreed to have you on here, I was like, I'm gonna ask him because Word. at first sight it was like, okay, where the hell did I does this idea come from? Yeah. Uh, so that was oh, your real most... quick, real quick before we go to the next one. Um, shout out to not just Jarvis, but uh, shout out to House of Her. They did the creative direction behind that video. And they helped plot it out and everything. So shout out to the ladies at House of Her. They're the greatest team of ladies that could put together some shit. Um, Bellatronica, Shay Davis, um, incredible group of ladies that could be killing it. So shout out to them. Already House of Her. At House of Her, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. Uh, so uh, we were talking about your most recent project. Yep. As far as single, right? Talk to us about any upcoming work that you have. What you what you cooking? Like what you cooking up right now? What you got coming out? Uh, I got I got new music coming. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it one thousand. Uh, I have some personal things I have to take care of. Uh, I'm not gonna be like every other rapper that gets on here and says some shit. Keep it one hundred. Like I just changed my living conditions. I just moved into a new spot. All this extra shit, and I ain't got it made like that. And and I'm not finna front like every other rapper that comes on front of these fucking cameras or whatever. So that took some of my budget away from my future projects. But what I will say that now that I'm in a comfortable position and all that shit, it's finna actually start being more consistent from here on. Um, I have a I have a EP damn near ready. Um that uh that's almost towards completion music and all that but as far as new music in 2020 it's about to be more consistent literally probably by the time you see this within the following months it's just finna flow and it's just finna go i'm just more out. comfortable with where i'm at now I'm gonna put so. this out monday yeah oh you're putting nah, this out. <laughs> yo i don't care man like no nah, i'm just fucking with you uh with your projects what can people expect what can people expect? Who you got on there? Um, you can expect f from my earlier music. Um, it was more um, probably storytelling and shit like that or, or whatever. But I will say, from from what's gonna come out in twenty twenty, it's more personal. It's more who Mark is. Uh, I definitely took a lot of influence, whether people like it or not. I took influence from like a Kanye West and shit like that, where. Um, you're going to get more of me. You're going to get more of me of my personality. You're going to get more of me of my, uh, of who I am, whether it's, um, good, bad, happy, sad, funny, um, things of that nature. Like the people I grew up on, Eminem and all that shit. Like you're going to get those, um, perspectives and more importantly, you're going to get somebody to grow with. I don't want to just give you music and, and whatever. You're going to get a person. More than anything, that's what you're gonna get from my music. I, I like that. A person. That was, you're gonna that get a was person. deep, man. You're gonna no, get that a was person, dope, though. Man. That was dope. Um, like, I see you also got some shirts. You, yeah, uh, man. You you brought some shirts. Um, Ancient this, this savages. Is, this is your this is your brand. Yup. This is your brand. Talk to us about your brand. Talk to us about you know the idea behind your your artwork for it. And I, I love your fucking hoodie, by the way. Appreciate it, man. M maybe I'm being biased because I like red, as you can see in the back. Word. But but yeah, uh, Ancient Savages, talk to us about the brand and, and where can people find the shirts and, and things like that. So the thing about Ancient Savages, so I could, I could uh, let me give you the short answer first and then we can go into the history. All right, so 
Um, Ancient Savages, it is uh, my brand. Uh, it is my boy Joey Bond's brand first before anything. Um, and I always rocked with it, and I take it with me everywhere I go. My merch, it's, ba- it's my merch. It's my merch, and it's what I do. And um, and it's a Rosenberg thing. It's a, it's a thing that we're taking from Rosenberg, and we already done took it to Cali, things of that nature. But um, Ancient Savages is another term of basically you could say... Um, I know it's weird coming from my perspective, but I'm speaking from Joey's from Joey Bonds' perspective. Uh, it's another term like you could say OG, ancient savages. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we've been doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, man. I've been doing this shit. I've been preparing for this lifestyle I have. I've been preparing for the uh for the music I got going on. And uh it's been embedded in me for a minute. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And so, that's where it's at. Um I, I fuck with that yellow. The moment you showed it to me, I was like, I was like, man, man I, I I gotta get the yellow one. Yeah, man. Ancient savages. And uh, where where can people find um you know the link to to look at the merch to be able to buy it or, or how does the the process work as far as you can to get- find me at um so not only whenever I'm doing the music stuff in between time if I'm not performing shows I'll post links where I'm vending. You know what I'm saying? This is literally my thing. Um. Uh, this is this is my thing to where I operated outside of just music. Like if you might see me vending and just ask me, "Yo, you performing tonight?" I might be like, "Nah, I ain't performing tonight." You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm vending tonight and whatever. So this is very important to me. This is something I love. You can find me at your local spot, local event. You might see me post it. And on top of that, we have a wait, uh, website, ancientsavages.com. Um, you can visit that. We do a shipping, delivery. I'll meet up with you. Things of that nature. If you're in the local area, um, things of that nature. So uh, it's definitely going down. Ancientsavages.com, and you can find us at ancient underscore savages on Instagram, Twitter, all that. That's a bet. Yeah. Now back to your music. I just I just feel like that was important to bring up your you know your uh, your brand and, yeah. and you know get people to check it out, get you a shirt or two and all that good stuff. You also make hoodies, I see. So. Well, you know the cold weather is about to be gone here in a couple of weeks, but you, yeah. you know a couple months, but you get it. Yeah. Um. All right, so moving on, uh, back to your music. Mm-hmm. What What are some of the artists that you would like to work with as far as upcoming projects that that you're working on? Everybody. Um, I'm I'm like, and I know that sounds weird, but uh, well, everybody that has good quality, everybody's dope, everybody is fire. Um, like uh, like uh, you you spoke about clever. Me and him have a track in the works. Um, you might be familiar with my boy Martin Scam Scam. Yeah. We got something Shout going out on big too. Red. Hey, yeah. Angry reactions. <laughs> Angry reactions only. Um uh, me and Kevin. Uh um uh, he he's in the background around here. But um Kevin Durham, uh that's my brother right there. Family before anything. And then uh he's um, let me do a Kevin Kevin Durham appreciation real quick one time. Kevin Durham is one of the best I'm looking in the camera now. Kevin Durham is one of the best rappers in Texas and one of the best rap artists, 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 artists in the game right now, period. Look him up. Kevin Durham on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. Now that that's done. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, people people like that, anybody that has uh, good quality content, um, and, and when I say content, I don't mean stories and shit. I just mean like if you're just dope, like let's get it, you're man. Dope artists, I don't give a happen. fuck, like like let's get it, bro. I I love good vibes more than anything. Like all the extra shit is cool, but like as long as you're dope and you're good, I'll fuck around and make music just with a good person. You know, let's get good, it. Good vibes, make it happen for real. 
Um, any upcoming shows? We'll plan on putting this out in the next two weeks. Or any shows in the, <laughs> within the next month? <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, when it comes to shows, um, not necessarily something that's scheduled yet. I really want to focus on finishing the music. And I actually just declined the show. And I feel so bad for it because one of my, it's one of my good homies. Uh, he actually uh, reached out. Um, and I'll say his name, too, because he's very important. Stark Nova. There's a, there's a dude named, well, I know him as James, but his company is called Stark Nova. And they put together great events around the, around Houston and whatever. And, uh, and yeah, man, like even good people like that, I haven't, I had to decline just because I really want to focus on performing new music that I have come in. And I feel like they're more personal more interactive with the crowd and i'm big on crowd interaction and um and we're just gonna go from there so once i finish this new music man y'all be able to find it yeah so you were just speaking of uh of your boy kevin here yep well in your opinion what are some of the artists that are being slept on right now i will say um you know i'll, I'll say the i'll say the names hold on let me let me i got you right now hold on, it's gonna, <laughs> hold, on, hold, on hold on hold on all it takes is literally one one app open and i'm gonna see everybody right here um shout out to uh scam shout out to mexican channel shout out to kevin Durham. shout out to my boy slow life clever uh shout out to my boys in rosenberg uh uh my boy o'shea um let's see uh shout out to uh i see mr never die on this thing um people well people that are getting slept on uh outside of that man i just did a quick look at my social media um man the whole lvd camp shout out to ys poppy sosa um shit man uh like uh, mine went blank I like mine went blank. my mind went blank but man dude like i really don't fuck with too many like as far yeah. as like to where i could like base off memory but uh Kevin Durham, man. Kevin Durham. I just added him on on, on uh, Instagram right now. Follow back. <laughs> just follow He's in the background, Instagram. by the way. If you, <laughs> if you we had a uh, we had him over here. He he almost made it happen. I've been trying to open this bottle for the last hour, and finally yeah. made it happen about thirty minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, nah, but that, huh? oh, that's why I brought the cup right here, man. Yeah, can you? Where's it? <laughs> Arthritis. Arthritis. So, let's talk about your upcoming projects, upcoming shows, artists you would like to work with. Any last minute shout outs, man? Yeah, man. Uh, I want to shout out to my mom for like, for like helping me out in the process of my personal life. I want to shout out my family, my brother, my sisters. Um, this this is like the weirdest shout out from rappers because rappers never do this shit. No, they never shout yeah, out to like I don't want to shout out to them for helping me out in my uh, personal life with my process of shit. Um, I want to shout out my girlfriend Jessica Perez, who is also known as Bellatronica. She holds me down with all of my photos and all that, and she helps me out with my personal life. Of course, she's part of the reason why I'm like really fucking happy with this life. I want to shout out my real friends like Kevin Durham, shit like that. I want to shout out um, and, and my my other real friends. Y'all know who y'all are. You know my like I said, I'm terrible with with that shit, but y'all know who y'all are. Um, I want to shout out God for like for just God's up there. Time we out here, you know what I'm saying? Up, 
And I, you my boy. <laughs> I want to shout out to hip hop because if it wasn't for hip hop, I wouldn't be right here. And it would have like I literally would not be doing anything with my life right now if it wasn't for hip hop. So uh, I want to shout out to that. And I want to shout out to the platforms that hold me down. I want to shout out to Javas. I appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, you putting me on here. I want to shout out Hustle Town Network, 97.9 The Box. Hashtag All, no free promo. <laughs> hashtag no free Let's promo. Go. My bad, brother. <laughs> no, but you're good, you're good. but uh, I want to shout out everybody that's been uh, showing love. And more importantly, uh, can't forget about the supporters that have held me down to where the man behind the camera knows who I am. The man, the people in the city that, that I'm doing my shit at, you know, shows me love because of the shares and the love that y'all be showing. And I know it's just uh, it's based off good music. So I'm just going to keep serving y'all that. I'm gonna keep giving y'all that. And thank y'all very much because at the end of the day, I ain't nothing without that. It really makes my day when I come home from work and I see someone just literally just shared my shit and said, hey, bro, keep going. You're fired. So that shit means a lot to me, man. And I thank y'all very much. I'm just trying to get it just like y'all trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? And one day, you know, we're going to see how this goes. One day, this shit going to pay off, man. Yeah, well, shit. Man. Uh, we appreciate your time, bro. We appreciate you making time, stopping by. Good vibes, good energy. We out here. You know, make sure you guys stream the music. Mark the Protégé, available on all streaming services. Check out the music videos on YouTube. Uh, social media links. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Mark the Protégé. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's M-A-R-C, Mark, M-A-R-C-T-H-E-P-R-O-T-E-G-E. -E. Mark the Protégé, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, stream the music. Uh, no handouts available on all streaming services. Music yeah. video on YouTube. You can find Left Right also available on all streaming services. And you can stream the whole dope music, whole catalog, yeah. Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. And if nobody told y'all today, I love you. Peace. Rolling on in, but none of that really matters if you never saw that you win. I was with a press dog, almost called it quits Looked the man in the mirror and was talking shit Had my girl minding me, Mark, you got a gift In my heart, watch me open up as I rip My true feeling, some rappers think it's not cool Back against the wall, I'm thinking, what will pop do? Right up on my enemy, bust and let them have it But if it's me versus me, then we got a challenge Can't back down, I take the bout Yeah, it's been a bumpy road, but I take the route Use my loads and my throttle for who break them down Treat the throne like a bottle, I'ma take the crown I never stay at loss, I love from trial, never I never have fallen off, I made some time to do better I never felt ashamed about revealing on records I never could let some bad days and pay my forever You never get the best, like my thoughts in the night I know that God gives a battle to those worthy to fight I'm down to step up to my demons if they want it on sight Can't afford me a shrink, but at least I could write You never get the best, like my thoughts in the night I know that God gives a battle to those worthy to fight I'm down to step up to my demons if they want it on sight Can't afford me a shrink, but at least I could write Let's get it Rolling on it